Welcome back to Clarity Convos for Wedding Pros Podcast. I'm your host, Aislinn, and I am so excited to get into today's podcast episode because I have something very, very special for you guys. But before we get into it, I just want to celebrate that it is already 2024 and we have so many amazing things that are going to be happening this year for the coaching spaces that I'm going to be hosting. Um, Before we get into today's podcast episode and I introduce what we are doing here today, I do want to celebrate some of my Success Accelerator program clients who are having incredible amount of inquiries and bookings, despite like most people saying that this is a slow booking season, my clients are having some really amazing wins and really amazing bookings during this season. And I'm just so incredibly proud of them for the work that they are doing, not only on the mindset, but also the strategy and the energy side of things. And the results that they are getting are definitely showing that work paying off. So we just did an entire workshop called Consultation uh, Call Mastery, and this was an exclusive workshop that we did inside of Success Accelerator Program for my clients to really, really help them confidently, confidently lead their sales calls. Because sometimes if you have not had any kind of education around how to lead a sales call, you just let the client lead it, and it's not nearly as effective as being able to lead your own sales calls. So if you are looking for support this year, SAP is the space for wedding professionals looking to up-level and scale their businesses while also mastering their mindset. All right, let's get into today's episode. This is actually really cool because we are starting a very, very new series. And I say new series because I actually have not ever done a series before on the podcast. So this is kind of cool for me to introduce this. It's also a little weird because I haven't done a series before. I don't entirely know like what the spacing is going to be as far as like how often we're going to be doing um, this series. But I'm very excited to introduce my husband, William, to our new series called Tech Talk. So William, go ahead and introduce yourself. (laughs) Hi, I'm William. I was a part of Ace Portraits, uh, Aislinn's uh, photography business for many years, uh, especially over the last uh, couple of years that it was uh, our main focus. And uh, I've part of what I was doing was mostly the tech support side of things. So this is kind of fun for me to come in and talk about uh, all the different tech things that we're finding out about coaching and all the things that we ran into when we were uh, in the wedding industry. So you guys actually might recognize William's voice because he has been a guest on the podcast before. It was several, several months ago I had him come on to um, the podcast and we talked about being team members. Um, So that was a really, really cool podcast episode. But I'm excited because this really is something that is both my expertise and William's expertise is the tech side of business. And it's something that we both have expertise in the wedding industry side and also the coaching side. So it's really neat to be able to share this information with you guys. And it was fun because I was her first uh, podcast guest. So we got to figure out all of the uh, <laughs> the speed bumps with that. And then I'll be your first series. Yeah, be fun. exactly. So inside of Tech Talk, we are going to be talking about the different tech upgrades and systems that have elevated my business over the years. So we'll take this from the perspective of wedding professionals, as well as from the coaching side of things. So in these episodes, William's going to be joining me. And if you have any specific technical questions that you want to submit, you can email them to me at hello at eastlandeileen.com and they will go into our Tech Talk episodes. So to kind of kick this series off, what we wanted to talk about today was actually my new office setup. Um, And the reason I wanted to talk about this particular thing is because I I have had 
so many of you on Instagram sending me DMs and sending me questions about, oh, where did you get your lights from? Oh, where did you get your standing desk from? Oh, where did you get your arm from for your um, arm monitor? I've had so many questions about these things. And I realized that I have a very unique setup and it's very specific to my needs, but it's also very robust. And so I wanted to share with you guys what we did and like some of the thought process behind some of the upgrades that we made. Yeah, and uh, this will be also a good point uh, chance for us to drop all of the links to everything in the show notes so that if you want to replicate exactly this office, you can. Yeah, so if you have not seen my office, uh, we moved into our new house about a year ago, and this office has been through five or six changes <laughs> since then. And before that, we were also changing every month or two, like uh, moving things around, getting new pieces of furniture, but now I think we finally have it really well set up. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of at the point where like, I don't want to change it. I'm like, Oh, I actually really like my office. Like nobody touch it. Like nobody hang anything else in here. It's done. <laughs> but I'm really excited to talk about some of the upgrades that we made for the office. Um, this particular go around because this was the time that I really like kind of honed in on what I need because I've been in this office for about a year at this point. I know you know, what my daily routine looks like. I know what I need in my space in order for me to feel creative and in order for me to like have intentional focus work. So we're going to talk about a couple of different spaces within the office and kind of go over the details of what we purchased and what we upgraded or what we decided to keep from previous like office um, systems and setups. So the first area that I want to talk about is actually my desk setup. So I'll let William take over here for a second. Yeah. So the desk setup was kind of I think the thing that we spent like 80% of our time uh, just figuring out and it's um, an Ergon office sit stand desk. So a uh, very nice kind of minimalist uh, desk setup, but you can sit at it, you can stand at it. Uh, at times we've had a walking pad underneath it uh, and just having a very ergonomic but clean desk has been uh, kind of a game changer for having like a you know good workspace in front of you that doesn't have anything on it. And one of the biggest upgrades we made recently was adding on this. Uh, it has four arms. It's like a kind of a tower that sits on the back of the desk, clamps onto the back. It looks it like an octopus. Kind of looks like an octopus. It's got <laughs> a, um, a you know flapjack light on it, kind of a ring light sort of thing. It's holding our microphone, holding our camera, holding the monitor. So it just really gets everything off of the desk and really helps with cable management, which is one thing that is challenging and a lot of people just kind of ignore but it's really the visual clutter of your desk is mostly dominated by where are all these cords going and we'll have uh you know links in the show notes for all of the things that we uh, bought but also just some of the very helpful things that we found for cable management like the different little ties and clips and stuff but um having a kind of a system for it was really helpful and the ergon office desk came with well, i think we added on like the cable management rack in the back so that we could just kind of send all the cables there and then they just kind of get out of the way, uh, out of sight, out of mind. You fix it and it's done there. Yeah. And lots of zip ties and lots of like all these cables kind of like come together in one space and then they're zip tied together. Um, so if you have not done cable management, there's a ton of different YouTube videos on how to do it effectively. But I think like my biggest piece of advice is currently like if you look at your desk right now and there's like not enough space for you to put a piece of paper that you can write on, then it's probably time for you to upgrade to having some kind of um, like monitor arm or something like that to get more stuff off of your desk so that you can have a cleaner space for you to create. Because as creatives, we need space. And I see so many creatives who are like, 
just having a really hard time uh, with clutter. And this is one of those things that really helped me a lot was getting stuff off of my desk so that I could just focus solely on whatever project I was working on. One of the important things that we've uh, had more recently was, uh, you know, we have the sit stand desk. So uh, if you're going to be on calls, you know, for multiple hours in the day, being able to change from, you know, kind of one setup to another setup is really good for kind of giving yourself a mental break, but also just muscles need to be moving occasionally. So whether you're a walking pad person or not, like we decided we are not walking pad people under the desk, but a lot of people are, or some people swap between like a desk chair and like the big blow up uh, medicine ball things. So I would like to point out that I tried so hard to be a walking pad girly and it was just not for me. And the reason it was not for me is because we live at 7,000 feet and I get winded so easily (laughs) that I couldn't do my work while I was also walking on the walking pad. So what we ended up doing was getting a treadmill, which is is completely an aside for you guys. Um, But if you do have access to a walking pad, I really do recommend them as long as you're not, you know, at seven or 8,000 feet altitude where you just get winded just by sitting still. Yeah, it's it's worth the shot. And we found a really good one on Amazon that was like a little bit on the cheaper side. So it was nice to try out. And both of us tried it. I tried to, you know, it was hard to kind of type while walking, especially I don't really walk slowly. So when I'm like actually walking, uh, it was uh, a little hard to actually get work done. So yeah, you can't do like, you know, like focus work and also power walk at the same time is what we found. It's very hard. Yeah. (laughs) That's like, you know, uh, like next level. (laughs) Yeah. But if you're that type of person, uh, go for it. (laughs) So that's kind of like the, the general desk setup that I have right now. So in the past, when I was a wedding photographer, my desk setup was not quite as robust as it is now as a coach, but also like I've been in business for like almost 15 years at this point. So I really do feel like I've learned like what I need in a desk setup. And so like my current desk setup really is almost, I'd say like 90% of like what I want out of a desk setup. But when I was a wedding photographer, I had, I think I had two monitors, right? No, you just had a laptop for the longest time and occasionally a desktop and yeah. 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 We'll, I, we'll talk about monitors and uh, tech stuff. Yeah. We'll yeah. talk about tech stuff too. But like, I remember like for my um, photography setup, I just remember not having a ton of space on my desk. And like looking back now, I think if I had the desk setup I have right now where there's just like nothing on my desk except for a keyboard, uh, a mouse pad, my coffee, and then my speakers. And that's pretty much it. We have like one of those, um, the leather pads on the actual um, desk to kind of like keep um, crumbs and stuff off. Like, Basically, I don't have anything on my desk right now. And if I was still a wedding photographer, this is probably how I would prefer it as well. So if you're thinking about your current desk setup, the things that I would recommend like would be like superior upgrades, like the things that I would say, like, you know, do this at some point for yourself. If you like are interested in this, the sit stand desk is one of those things that I will like, like live and die on. Like that one right there is like one of those things that I love so much because right around one o'clock in the afternoon. I've been on calls most of the morning. I've been sitting down creating content right around that time. Like my muscles start get kind of like sore. So I'm like, Oh, I'll just stand up and I can do that at my desk and I can work for 30 minutes standing up and then sit back down if I want to. So that's one of those things that I really would recommend if you don't have a sit stand desk, they really are worth the money. There's also ones that are a lot cheaper. If you want to just try it out, similar things with the walking pad, like you know, Ikea has some ones that you have to like hand crank, but, uh, if you're just like kind of interested in like, what is this concept? Cause I had, uh, access to sit stand desks at my office. So like, uh, you know, day job office. So I was like, oh yeah, this is definitely like good workflow for me. So I was like, well, 
you know, if Aislinn doesn't like the sit-stand desk, I get a sit-stand desk for my home office. That's great. Yeah, you know, it's funny, though, because, like, sit-stand desks weren't really popular until after I was a wedding photographer. It wasn't something that, like, you know, most of my years as a wedding photographer I had access to. But, like, now, if I was still a wedding photographer, I 100% would have a sit-stand desk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's move on to the next section of um, things that we want to talk about today, which is lighting. So let's talk about this a little bit. Yeah, so just kind of an overview of lighting theory. And there are actual YouTube videos from people who know way better than us about lighting for specifically video. I mean, I would like to point out that we were published in Martha Stewart and Brides, and we had a lot of clients hire us because of our lighting technique. So I'm just going to say little, that. <laughs> there's a little difference between uh, like studio lighting and like, uh, you know, photography lighting versus video lighting, which uh, video lighting has actually become a lot more accessible uh, for like small YouTube studio things just with all the LED lights and stuff. But they're really good detailed uh, YouTube videos for this. But basically the setup is you, <laughs> you want to be able to control your lighting. So uh, starting off with, you know, blackout curtains, tinting windows, getting shades, whatever that is, so that you can kind of get consistent lighting and you're not like, oh, I can only record at 1.33 to 1.45 p.m. because the that's when the sun's coming through the window. That's something we were running into a lot uh, was the like uh, kind of being stuck to specific times for uh, having good lighting in the office and also heat control of having the <laughs> sun shining through the window. So being able to kind of turn off all the lighting and then starting with um, kind of having a little bit of lighting in the background, some colors in the background, but then having a really good ring light or like these new flapjack things that are like a solid light or a softbox in front to... It kind of just looks like a plate that's lit up. Yeah, it that's looks... That's what like, a flapjack is. It's like a glowing plate. It's kind of really weird to look at. <laughs> um, but then having like that kind of as a catch light to give your face some dimension and then some lighting on the wall kind of in front of you or whatever you're facing to give yourself that like soft all over light. And we'll dive a little bit into some of the fun, colorful light things uh, as well. But just having that kind of, you can start with everything being like kind of a, a warmish white color and that should get you uh, pretty close. Yeah, I see a lot of um, wedding professionals, like especially like photographers and videographers who have to like actually edit on their computer. Um, I see a lot of them just using light from a window. And I'm like, well, that's great if it's, you know, the summertime and you've got really pretty light coming through your window. But what about wintertime when it gets dark at 4 p.m.? So one of the things that we really um, concentrated on with this office upgrade was making sure that I could make content at any time of day. If it was nine o'clock at night, the light is going to look the same as if it's one o'clock in the afternoon. Um, and this was one of the things that I changed that I'm like, man, I really wish I had done this. Like when I was a wedding photographer, because I have such a like creative space that I've created in my office that it's actually really fun for me to come in here and work instead of coming into like my office and being like, wow, I hate it in here. I come into my office and I'm like, Ooh, what am I going to work on today? And that's such a great space for someone who's creative to be in. Yeah. And it's helpful for whether you're editing to be able to control the lighting around you and have like kind of all over, um, uh, kind of even soft lighting, um, or it's important if you're going to hop on video calls with clients, which you're almost certainly going to be doing uh, nowadays, uh, or whether you're creating Instagram videos or reels, whatever you're uh, trying to do, it's really important to have lighting that you can kind of control and get set up to be, um, you know, looks pretty and you have kind of clean background, clean lighting everywhere. 
Yeah. So the things that I kind of want to reiterate about this is having blackout curtains so that you can control the light. And then whatever is in front of you needs to be white or it needs to be kind of like a soft, um, soft, cool light. So like kind of like on the more bluish side and then behind you can be the colors. It can be the reds, the orange, the greens, the blues, the like LED lights can actually go behind you rather than in front of you. So that way you have like nice clean light on your face, but then you have something really interesting visually behind you. Interesting, but not cluttery. Interesting, but not cluttery. That's very important, especially if you're going to be getting on client calls. We, since we've made the upgrade for the office with the lighting, we have had so many like comments on it from both people on Instagram who are seeing it in my Instagram stories and reels, but also my clients, whenever we're on Zoom calls together or ever I'm like doing a workshop or something, we always get comments on the, the lighting setup. And even in like 2018, 2019, like we always had like pretty good lighting and uh, a kind of decorated but neutral-ish background just so that when you hop on a call, call with a client, you're, uh, you know, representing your uh, business in a kind of nice way and you're not like using the Zoom filter that blurs out the background and you're just floating in the void or whatever. Yeah, I've noticed I've been getting on Zoom calls with people and they have like the fancy background and then you'll see like the dog like come out of the background and you're just like, yeah. what is that? Yeah, suddenly Zoom's like, oh, the dog's part of this, uh, this call too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But as far as lighting goes, like how much we spent and like what um, different like recommendations we would make for people who are looking to upgrade lighting in your office, I don't personally think that you have to go to the most expensive piece of equipment in order to get what you want. So I know that a really popular um, type of lighting, especially for RGB, is going to be the Philips Home. Is it Home? Hue. Hue. The Philips Hue lighting. Um, I honestly, I think that there is nothing wrong with the Philips Hue except for it's so expensive. It is so expensive that I was like, I don't want to spend $3,000 on lighting in my office. It's not very feature heavy. Uh, there's a lot cheaper options that have a lot more features and have a lot more um, form factors, I guess. Uh, so it's not just like, oh, a light bulb, then you have to go find a lamp that you like. Um, we specifically loved the Ikea, um, the Ikea RGB lights and the Ikea lights that it like connects to an app um, on your phone. And you just like go into the app and you like name the different rooms that your lights are in. And I, I love it so much. It's so easy to use. Yeah, the Ikea home was like by far the easiest uh, kind of home automation system to set up. There's like one piece that's kind of smart and then all of the uh, light bulbs are basically remote controlled. So you just sync them to that thing and there's no like oh, this light lost Wi-Fi or anything like that. Or like, uh, I know other systems, there's like issues with, oh, you can't do this through the settings. The settings are so easy that it's like, uh, you know, you just kind of set up the uh, schedule that you want and what you want them to do at each time. There's no kind of uh, complexity or issues with the um, setup of the IKEA things. I definitely recommend it for pretty much every light bulb in our house is an Ikea one if possible. Yeah, the only ones that aren't Ikea that are in my office are Govee, G-O-V-E-E. -E. Um, that's another brand that we really liked. I will say the technology is amazing. The actual lights are amazing. The app for Govi is terrible. Like I have, I have serious issues with the app. So if you are not technically inclined, and I consider myself very technically inclined, and William is too, this app is hard for us even to like do the things that we want to do with it. So I would say if you're looking to upgrade your lighting, if you can go with IKEA, that's that would be our recommendation. Or if you want to spend the money, you can go with Philips Hue. I don't know that I would recommend Govee for anyone who isn't technically like 
like intermediate and above, like technically. The reason we kind of went with the Govi is like you can get all the like stick lights and the like spools of LED and you can do a lot of uh, really cool kind of crazy things with it. They even have exterior lights now for Govi. So um, it's a, definitely more on the tech heavy side and like the super easy, you can get, you know, the 80% solution and it's so easy. It's just Ikea lights. They have RGB. They have ones that you can just dim and um, turn on and off. They have ones that you can turn like warmer versus cooler. And it's you know reasonably priced because it's Ikea. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's move on into some of our tech setup around my computer and like my computer system. So I have spent many, 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 many years on computers, like on computers editing, on computers creating, on computers running workshops, doing Zoom calls. Like I have been a tech person for a very long time because I've had to like buy computers over the years. Um, so we like made the decision like back and forth over the years, we would say like, oh, let's get a PC for my computer for editing or, oh, let's get a Mac computer for editing. And I really think that during different seasons, we needed different things. So the season we're in currently, I have a Mac mini and it is attached to a Samsung M8 monitor. So it's not a Mac monitor and it is probably one of my favorite setups that I've ever had um, for computers. Yeah, we've bounced back and forth. So Mac is just, you know, it's easy to use. It's um, very user-friendly. Uh, it's much more expensive per like spec, basically, like per uh, whatever you're putting into it. Um, but it's just a good like kind of, if you can afford it, it's great. Um, Windows, you know, we built a PC with a ton of storage and stuff for editing. Uh, that was really helpful. It, it's, you know, there's no like, this is the only answer really for me. Um, I kind of bounce between all of them for my work. Honestly, I use like Linux and weird stuff mostly, but um, yeah, Mac is just a great, like you grab a laptop, it's solid, like physically solid, but also it's going to keep working. I think her, her laptop's like six years old at this point. It still works great. The yeah. Mac mini, we've had a little bit of issues with Apple's new um, M1, M2, M3 chips with some software, but it's been it's been great really um definitely a good uh thing to lean into getting a great monitor uh <laughs> very important especially if you're doing any sort of visual editing um figuring out whether you want to be like a one monitor person two monitor person um we i think for a while had you on two monitors but now it just made more sense to just have one humongous one that we can just kind of uh you know mountain get off the desk and whatnot yeah i think this monitor is a 32 inch monitor we'll let you guys know in the show notes but i have the way i have my office set up right now is i have a monitor on my desktop and then i also have a laptop so a lot of times i will actually go back and forth between using my desktop and my laptop throughout the day um and i did this too when i was a photographer i like when i was editing back and forth like i would have like um, you know, files open on my laptop that I'm um, working on, not necessarily editing, but like maybe like a Google doc of something that I'm working on. And then I would have my editing up above on the desktop. And it was just nice to be able to switch back and forth for me. Yeah. If you stick to all Mac, um, like a laptop and a desktop, it's great because it like syncs everything. If you set it up, uh, you can get a similar thing with like OneDrive and um, 
uh, Dropbox and whatnot, but it's just a way more seamless with uh, Mac to bounce between different computers. Yeah, it's really nice. Like if I'm working on my desktop and I need to copy and paste something onto my phone or my laptop, I just copy it and then both my phone and my laptop will show up with the paste, which is really, really nice when you're trying to go back and forth between different things you're doing. Yep. So the next thing I want to talk to you guys about is something that I literally upgraded like a week ago, which is my speaker system. So if you guys have a Mac mini and you're having to like set up like a monitor and all of that kind of stuff, I will tell you right now, most monitors have terrible speakers. They have terrible speakers. And because I'm on Zoom calls so much, because I'm recording podcasts and I'm doing workshops and all these different things, I really needed to have a better speaker system set up. So recently I had bought like a $40 speaker system. And I thought I was like king of the world. Like I just was like, this is gonna be great. <laughs> had that four and a half stars on Amazon. And it was like, it was yeah. terrible. It was so bad. Um, I actually I gave it to William. And he's like, this is crap. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I'm not going to recommend that to you guys. Um, if you are looking for a speaker system, we went ahead and just bought a speaker system for around it was like 100 or $120. So like, you know, a little pricey, but definitely worth it. And I did quite a bit of research on the speakers that I ended up getting. Um, these ones are, they're, um, specifically for monitors like in computers, but they're called, um, Kilpsch, Kilpsch, Kilpsch. Uh, we will put this it's in like the show notes. I promise. A Dutch company. I think. It's like a Dutch company. Um, uh, but it came with two speakers and then it also came with subwoofer. So I've actually been listening to Taylor Swift, um, on my speakers, like on my desktop. And it sounds like she's like in the room. It's the best to be able to listen to music music and like actually get to enjoy the music yeah if you're going to be recording like better audio than just like being on zoom calls i definitely recommend a good pair of headphones which you have i have the wh4000 i think they're samsung they might be no they're sony um but we'll put all of this in the show notes for you guys but yeah i've had those headphones for probably like three years now two years two or three years at this point. And they are some of the best like investment I think I've ever made, especially for someone who has a hard time focusing if I'm not um, like, if I'm not like able to like, kind of like listen to music or something like that, I have a hard time like staying on track with what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, they also do have a built in, built in directional microphone sort of thing. So if you don't have a mic, then uh, um, they, you know, perform pretty well for uh, like zoom call sort of things. Yeah. And the final thing we want to talk about, like with our computer setup is our storage and our backup system. Yeah. So, um, super important to always have like offsite backup. So uploading something to the cloud, just so like everything's not like in your home if, uh, anything happens, but also going, finding good, uh, storage. So like external hard drives, if you're so inclined, um, just like USB-C plug-in sort of things, uh, larger than thumb drives. Uh, we've had so many over the years and just like spending that little bit of extra money to get one that's like uh, either a form factor that you like or just like larger and kind of a nicer thing has been uh, very helpful instead of just like cheaping out and getting whatever the the cheapest thing is, especially for, you know, we have um, for photography, a lot of uh, files to store, just having a place to put them, especially laptops are usually have smaller storage. Um, yeah. And what we did when we were wedding photographers is we actually had like each year would get its own hard drive. So it was a lot easier for us to find like, Oh, 2019 had like, so the hard drive would um, be like labeled 2019 and then it would have weddings from 2019 portraits from 2019 and it would have the raw files and the final edited files. So this really just kind of helped us to make sure like we could track things down really easily if we needed to. 
Yeah, and we may actually do a tech talk, just a, even a shorter one, just about our storage system, because we had a lot of like little things that were just kind of like risk reduction for uh, when we're traveling, especially. Yeah, I think that's something that like William and I were very adamant about, like in my business was risk reduction. And so we had a lot of different systems in our business to make sure that we were not taking on unnecessary risk. Um, I think a lot of wedding photographers and like wedding professionals don't think about that as they're setting up systems, but we had a lot of systems in place for that. So if that's something you guys want me to do an entire podcast episode about, please let me know. You can send me a DM on Instagram, or you can also send me an email and I'll make sure that that, that gets on our roster. Yeah, that's about all the deep tech stuff for this one. Yeah, so that's most of our deep tech. I did want to kind of mention a couple of storagey things that we did for upgrades in my office because I felt like this might be a good, it's not quite technical, but it is system oriented. So one of the things that we did was we um, took the doors off of the closet in my office to just kind of open up the space a lot more. And we installed, uh, well, William. William installed the IKEA um, closet system. So I'll let you talk about that. Yeah, I'll look up the name of the exact one that uh, I got, but there's like three or four different systems from Ikea. Um, they're all very easy. I've done pretty much all of them over the years, but we've kind of settled on this one where you can like swap out the shelves for drawers. And right now this uh, closet's set up for all shelves uh, with like buckets for throwing stuff in, but it's really, really helpful to like maximize the amount of storage that you have. We have, it's like less than half full and we have so much stuff stored in there. Um, and it was very easy to set up. It's very sturdy. Uh, it's, you know, a huge upgrade for this space, really. Yeah. When I was a wedding photographer, I had a lot of like kind of like miscellaneous stuff and it would end up in a closet. And I think that had we had had this like closet system set up, I think it would have been way more organized than what I had at the time. Yeah. It was also nice that we could like kind of, I don't think we actually have labels on the buckets, but they each have kind of a purpose. So it's like, oh, all the extra you know, attachments for light stands and the like arms for the desk and all the little like camera stands and stuff, they all go in one bucket. So then we're like, oh, well, I need an adapter for a phone holder. Then it's like, oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, exactly. But that's kind of it for storage. And I just wanted to kind of touch on one final miscellaneous like system that has worked really well um, for office upgrades. And that is the whiteboards that we have. So on Amazon, there are a couple different types of whiteboards, but my favorite one is actually clear. Um, so it's like completely clear and it has like four posts like in the corners of the whiteboard and it just looks really cool. It's completely made of glass and it's very like, I don't know, it's just very modern looking. So I love it so much, but we do have a traditional whiteboard as well. And on my traditional whiteboard, this is where I have the pillars of my content ideas, as well as any kind of masterclass um, idea that I have, it goes on this whiteboard. So if I'm ever like, oh, I don't know what I want to record for my next Clarity Academy membership training, or, oh, my clients have been asking specifically about this, like one topic, I need to make a masterclass about this. All of that goes onto my whiteboard. But if you're a wedding professional, what you can put on this whiteboard is also like projects that you want to work on, or you can also put like your clients' names on the whiteboard so you know like who's coming up or who's in the editing queue. And this can really, really help a lot with just kind of the visual reminder of what you're doing and what's coming up for you. Yeah, whiteboards are great because you can use them for very short periods of time where we're like figuring out like, oh, when do these like payment plans like ha have to happen, things like that. Or it's for things that are like, okay, we figured out like for the next couple of months, here's the like classes we're going to be doing. Here's the like topics we're touching upon. Here's podcast ideas. This go on the whiteboard whenever we're like trying to figure something out. It's there on the whiteboard. 
Yeah, exactly. So if you don't currently have a whiteboard, I would recommend looking on Amazon for the glass ones. I think mine is a 24 by 36, if I remember correctly. Yep. Um, beautiful. Like it's so beautiful. And I love having these in my office. Like it's so nice to be able to like just dump ideas. Or for me personally, I use one of them for affirmations. So whenever I like want to like change out my affirmations, they're in my line of sight at all times. So it's kind of nice to remind me of like what I'm working towards or what I'm doing. And if you wanted them to make uh, to be really cool, you can put some of the uh, LED like smart lighting behind them and like light them up, all sorts of cool things. We haven't gotten there yet, but that is something I want to do. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's on the list. <laughs> well, that's it for today's episode of Tech Talk. I'm so excited to start this series with you guys and get more into some of the technical things that have really helped me to elevate my business and make my life better. So if you liked this episode, please let me know. You can leave a review. You can send me an email. You can send me a message on Instagram. And in the future, we will be diving deeper into specific topics that you guys let us know are important to you. But I'm really excited to just be doing a series that William and I can do together and really get to share some of our expertise. So if you have any questions, go ahead and hit um, the review button and let me know like what you'd like to see more of, but we will see you next time on the podcast. Have a beautiful day.